When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Um, like a breakfast wrap count as a taco? I don't uh, think so. Wrapped in a tortilla? Well, he's not he eating it a like little? a taco. He's just eating it like a wrap. Like a like it's all... Oh, so I got to eat it like a... I think you got to eat it like a taco. Somewhat resemble... Okay, well, Michael Jordan is really rich. He can afford a lot of tacos. Travis Barker. This is a man who has actually dated two Kardashians. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour. Z News with actor Idris Elba. Yeah, you're not the first one that's had your job drive you into therapy. No? No. Oh. (laughs) I was speaking to everyone, not just you. Oh. <laughs> oh, but Idris Elba is such a workaholic that he's been in therapy since last year. Says he recognized that it caused him to develop unhealthy habits. This is what he said. I work in an industry that I'm rewarded for those unhealthy habits. I could work 10 days on a film, underwater sequences, holding my breath for six minutes, and come back and sit in my studio and feel relaxed. More so than sitting on the sofa with the family, which is bad, right? This is the part where I've got to normalize what makes me relaxed. It can't be all work. Idris wants to change his mindset because nothing extreme is good and everything needs balance. And to get a and to get to a place where he sees relaxation as being productive. I love him. He's one of my. He is in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Do you are, do you just love him because you think he's awesome, or is is he like, oh my god, he's so hot, he's on my hot list? All of it, all of it. Like so. he and he's just like I, I, interview after interview that I listen or I see him in. A, I just love his accent because he's from London. But then he also got his start as like a club DJ. So he's like, if you remember, he did uh, Harry and Meghan's wedding. He was mm-hmm. their DJ. And he's just an, like an incredible dancer. And he's a just a great actor. What about him for James Bond? Oh, it's sold. Done. I mean, I might actually go watch him if he's in there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's so good. Like, and he's just, he just... It doesn't seem like he takes himself super seriously when he does interviews yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to, that whole balance thing. Well, don't tell me. Tell Tim. <laughs> <laughs> this guy never says no. I know. I do. <laughs> Travis Barker is married to Courtney, but his first Kardashian crush was actually... Kim. 
Oh, poor guy. Yeah, this was way back in 2006. I bet Courtney loves hearing this. Yeah, back we're going back even like before Kim was famous. Yeah, she was she's the young little thing. She was a young little thing who was working as Paris Hilton's assistant. Wow. And Travis was hooking up with Paris. Kim was still with Ray J. Paris, Travis, Kim, and some other friends said, let's go to Amsterdam. So they did. And Travis, that was it. He was smitten. He even told one of the other guys on the trip, he says, like, I don't care if she, if she's the closet girl. She's freaking hot, man. <laughs> so the about a year later. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, a year later, when they were both single, they went out on a few dates. But Travis said nothing really happened. And this was even after Kim's sex tape came out. Oh, wow. But he said she was so kind and so polite. I just... I felt like being a perfect gentleman around her. It, it was a trip. <laughs> it was so out of character for me. Yeah. So I, Courtney's got to be fine with it. I mean. It was how many years ago? 2006 to 17 years ago. Well, I'm right. saying that because those two have been beefing since last season. Like the way that the last Kardashian season ended was with Courtney and Kim kind of really hating each other and being mad at each other. What are because, they fighting about? Well, they're fighting because when Travis and Courtney got married in... Italy, Kim used it as a business opportunity to do some stuff with, um, is it Dolce & Gabbana maybe? I can't remember. One of the designers. And so they, she was just like, you were supposed to be here for my wedding, yet you were doing all this job stuff. Mm. And so that's why they started really beefing. So when they started this new season of the Kardashians, which I think was last Friday, or I think it was last Friday, it was just Courtney and Kim sitting down talking. And it's like, I bet everybody's surprised to see us together. And we, and we all are because they're supposed to be feuding. And they were feuding like all of last year. But now I guess maybe, that you know, nothing keeps them down for long. Yeah. Yeah, business feeds are different than personal feeds. Yeah. Like well, and that's the thing, feeds. though. Yes. And I think that's the thing, though. It's like they all kind of double dip on each other's business adventures. Yeah. But then also another thing that brought beef with those two is um, Kim signed up for some sort of wellness brand, which is in direct competition to Courtney's wellness band, brand posh or poosh or whatever it is that she puts out there. Hmm. So they have all these like fights about all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you met a guy that you really liked and then you found out, or maybe, you know, you were reminded that like a million years ago, him and Alyssa had kind of hung out. Oh, I wouldn't care. Wouldn't you want to just be like, all right, you're sure there's like nothing there, right? Like you're you're over her, right? <laughs> it might be weird if they hooked up, though. Like, yeah, that do you part think would that's be weird because they hooked up, yeah, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know. Travis and Kim. I, I don't know. Did they? That's a, he's saying he was a gentleman with yeah, her. Yeah, I'm saying and then nothing I doubt really it. happened. So. I don't know. There would have been, been a film out. It they went out on a few yeah. dates, but Travis's nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. It would be weird to double dip. Right. But there are some people that, you know, like their brothers are hot. I'd be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up, Michael Jordan. I mean, we knew the guy was rich, but evidently that guy is really rich. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
John Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. has directed an action movie that has absolutely no dialogue at all. I love it already. It's called <laughs> Silent Night. And it stars Joel Kinnaman as a man who seeks vengeance after his son is caught in the crossfire of gang violence. Great. So Kinnaman's character also gets shot in the throat. He survives, oh, but he's geez. unable to speak as he seeks his vengeance. The tagline to the movie is, nothing speaks louder than revenge. Yeah. This is actually the second recent dialogue-free action movie after Hulu's alien invasion flick, No One Will Save You. Silent Night will be in theaters on December 1st. I mean, Wait, I, wait what about Nobody Will Save You? Nobody Will Save That's dialogue-free. That's on Hulu. It's an alien invasion flick. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not to be confused with the alien invasion thing on Apple TV+. Plus. I forget what that's called. The Last of Us? Yeah, maybe something. I don't know. I don't know. But just imagine how important the soundtrack of this film is. Oh, the music. Oh, yeah. If yeah. there's no dialogue, everything has to be over the top. Yeah, it's got to be, be just right. It has to be perfect. Yeah. It might hmm. be kind of cool. Well... Let's talk about Michael Jordan here for just a moment. I always knew the guy did well. I mean, he's, you know, one of the most successful basketball players of all time. But well, Air Jordans alone. Oh, yeah. He's made bank over the years from Air Jordans, NBA, other endorsement deals, other business ventures. But it wasn't until he sold his stake in the Charlotte Hornets earlier this year that he bumped his fortune way up. He's now worth around $3 billion. That is insane. I'm surprised he sold that. Wasn't that a passion project for him? Yeah, but maybe he feels like he's getting a little older and he didn't want to be involved. Well, he can reinvest that money if he wants. I mean, that may have been part of his strategy. If he's got a passion, maybe maybe the Bulls. I don't know. I don't know what the ownership landscape is like in the NBA, but... He's the first athlete to make the Forbes list of the 400 richest Americans. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he ain't high on that list. He comes in at 379, but just to even be on the list. Yeah. Now, Elon Musk tops that list with a net worth of $251 billion. Uh, he's at the same spot he had last year, right about the same, same, same amount of money, same net worth. Uh, Donald Trump dropped off the list this year. Uh, the cutoff to make this year's list was $2.9 billion, so he's below that. The top 20 include all the usual suspects. You got Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, uh, the Walton, the Walmart Walton family, and the Koch family. Hmm. Notable names farther down the list include Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, and WWE boss Vince McMahon. There's a few heavy hitters there. That's yeah. crazy. The WWE brings in that much, too. All worth $2.9 billion or more. Oh Did you guys God. watch Air? I know I'm super behind on this. Yes. We started, to, well. It's so I really thought it was great. We, we started it, and I fell asleep. 
<laughs> so no. But Kristen saw the whole thing and loved every minute of yeah, it. Yeah, I really thought it was a great movie. I mean, it's not, I don't know if it, it was even nominated for an award or if it will make, like, I just found it very informative and interesting yeah. as far as movies go about athletes. I really, th- yeah. we watched it on the plane on the our last vacation. I was like, <gasps> This is such a good movie. Well, I loved the first 20 minutes of it. (laughs) (laughs) It was riveting. So much so that Uh, I had to take a nap. I was so exhausted. Well, it was a little late at night. God. All right. So this is kind of a fun little project that Lifetime is doing. They've gathered up some of the hottest nighttime soap minxes of the 80s and brought them all into a single movie. Someone from Falcon Crest. Donna Dixon. (laughs) Well, let's see. Lonnie Anderson from WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Morgan Fairchild from Falcon Crest. Oh. Wow. Linda Gray from Dallas. Oh, Sue Ellen. Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. Yeah. And Nicolette Sheridan from Knott's Landing and then eventually Desperate Housewives. Have you seen Donna Mills from Knott's Landing recently? No. She looked good. Beautiful. And she's freaking 80. Yeah. She looks the exact same. Almost the exact yeah, same really. at 80. Blew my mind. Wow. You know what her thing is now, what she does full time, is she runs a winery How about in that? Northern California. Huh. Was yeah. she just on like Sunday morning or something? She yep, was. I, did. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, she looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe the, she'll bring the winery into the story. Maybe that'll be a part of what they're doing. Oh, well, this is, I can tell you, I can tell you, this is very exciting because it's a Lifetime Christmas movie. Ooh. It's oh, ladies, yeah. it's called Ladies of the 80s, A Divas Christmas. And it stars these women as actresses who reunite to film the final Christmas episode of their long running soap opera. And along for the ride <laughs> is another name. <laughs> Christopher Atkins. Oh, jeez. From Who's the he? Blue Lagoon. Oh, yeah. We don't know when it's going to air yet, but I'm sure you'll catch it, won't That's you, Tim? That's funny. Or, Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Lifetime. Christopher Atkins. Walmart. What has he done recently? I don't know if he's done anything yet. My yeah. mom will definitely watch it. I'll keep you informed. All right. Yeah. Well, he just hit the mother load. I mean, this is... <laughs> I know, right? Beautiful win. For sure. Yeah, okay. So, check out the new... The new trailer for Sofia Coppola's new Priscilla Presley biopic. Uh, it's called Priscilla, and it'll be out November 3rd. But this tells, this, I love it. just about everything Sofia Coppola does. She, you know, often does dramas, but I love that she's involved in this biopic. Uh, it tells the true story of Priscilla's journey from having a thrilling teenage crush to a turbulent marriage to Elvis. You like Elvis Presley? Of course. Who doesn't? Just what is the intent here, Mr. Presley? You got women throwing themselves at you. Why my daughter? Well, sir, I happen to be very funny, your daughter. Black hair and more eye makeup. I don't know if I like it. What do you mean you don't know if you like it? You know, there's a lot of rumors about you. I need a woman who understands that things like this might happen. Are you going to be here or not? I want a life of my own. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like know. the Elvis. Same. Uh, that voice. That voice just sounds mm. fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's played by Jacob E. Lordy. Elvis. Yeah. I don't know if you can ever do better than the than the guy Austin that Austin Butler. Yes, oh. but the actress uh, Kaylee Spaney looks a lot like her. Mm-hmm. Now, is this sanctioned by Priscilla? I mean, is she involved in this, or is this one of those they did it without her, so she doesn't really? Yeah, you know, she can't. It's not that accurate. I think it is by her. Is she involved? Yeah, 
I think she's, it says here, if this is the same movie, yes, it said she's the executive producer on the film okay. and has voiced her support for Coppola's interpretation of the story. So you okay. figure she may have had a hand in casting. She's executive producing, yeah. 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 But if you don't know the story, Priscilla Presley met Elvis when she was only 14 years old. Creepy. Elvis Presley was 24. Yeah. And her parents agreed that it would be fine for her to leave Germany, where she was living at the time. She was a military brat. And they allowed her to leave Germany and live with the teen idol. Different times. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, would I allow my 14-year-old daughter to leave the house with anyone? Like I with a fifteen I, year old, let alone I mean, a twenty four year old. That's what I'm saying right. to myself. Like, but, would I let her even go to her boyfriend's house for an afternoon? But Priscilla yeah. has yeah. talked yeah. about that though, saying that like they felt that he was an upstanding guy. Well, they had hung out with him. Strong quite moral character. Too. They trusted him, and even she said, you know, he was a complete gentleman until. They got she married. supposedly reached a certain age and they got married. Yeah. Well, that's the story is, is that the two of them had no, like, you know, they didn't hook up. Um, I think they kissed and stuff, but they didn't hook up to their wedding night. And that's when they also conceived Lisa Marie. That's like the yeah. story was on the same night. Wild. Yep. Hmm. Okay, so Jack Black, I don't know, you might have some audio of that, brought some major School of Rock vibes to the 100th birthday celebration of Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello's mom, Mary. Aw. How fun is this? He performed a cover of Ozzy Osbourne's Mr. Crowley with a band of 12 and 13-year-olds, oh. including Tom's son, Roman, on guitar. Let's play a little clip. Yeah. for me to keep a straight face sometimes what he's saying. And he's performing he's this funny. for a 100-year-old's yes, birthday. Yes, exactly. The mother can't of Rage just, Against the Machine drummer. you just drummer. see her oh in the front God. row? No, she's yeah. probably, if her kid's in Rage Against the Machine, she's probably digging it. This is my kid's love language. <laughs> I don't like cake. He needs to stick with peaches from Super Mario Brothers. That's yeah. Warriors Jam. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, this is kind of under, this falls under the realm of country music, which we don't really do here at Q102, but I was amused at Nate Smith, who was asked to choose between Whataburger and In-N-Out. Uh, these are two Southern slash West Coast burger chains. I've had both. In-N-Out is one of my favorite in the world. Whataburger, I don't even think comes close, but they love Whataburger, and especially in Texas. Yeah, it's weird, and, right? And he struggled with that. Oh, my God. Are we going to pick a side here? 
Oh, man. You know, uh, I loved Whataburger. I, I loved it. It was freaking so delicious. But, you know, I think if there, people wouldn't respect me if I didn't stick up for what I grew up on, you know. So no matter what, I did grow up on In-N-Out. I've got to be true to In-N-Out. I just have to. So as, as much as I loved Whataburger, you know, I'm going to stay with my roots here. Yeah. Okay. Did it wasn't that what a bur- what was what did we eat here when Willie Anderson opened it up? What was that burger place? Uh fat burger? Fat burger. Yeah. Okay, so that's supposed I think that's to be that's a yoga like- studio now. <laughs> it is. But I think that's supposed to be like what a burger. And in my opinion, it didn't even compare. Yeah. Yeah, Wahlburgers is gone. Yep, it sure is. It's a bummer. What's Mark Wahlberg? I guess he's going to go to Jeff Ruby's now every time he's in town. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh-huh. Movies that involve Whataburger. There was a movie that I saw recently, and it it kept referencing Whataburger because like, people are so crazy passionate about it. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll see if I can find it. It's not bad. It's like, not going to blow your mind or anything. You're just like, eh, tastes like a fast food hamburger oh, wrapped in paper. Check out. This is actually kind of a funny movie. If you're looking for something good to watch, watch BJ Novak's film, Vengeance. I saw it and it's pretty good. But that movie captures the weird, passionate love Texans have for Whataburger. Yeah. It's called what again? Vengeance. Vengeance. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's very funny, but it's also touching. Like it's it's well done. It's a good movie. Hmm. It's about those true crime podcasts. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, you might get into it. All right. Anything else yeah, on the news? Then that's we'll leave it I there. For, all right. More coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead. Three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Lego Brictionary at the Cincinnati Museum Center. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The K. <laughs> How are you guys? Guess what today is? What? Not only National Vodka Day and Taco Day, but Kathy with a K Day. It's my birthday. Happy birthday oh. to you. Happy birthday Thank to you. you. Hi. Well, great. How are you celebrating? Uh, well, I'm on my way to get an MRI and then I got to go to work, but then I think we're going to go to Cozy's for dinner. Well, that sounds like a fun filled day right there. I know, right? For sure. Cool. Right. Well, let's try to hook you up so you can go to Brictionary, too. Why not? Okay, for sure. All right. So it's a real one. A, a cop that was praised by man for his DUI arrests was arrested for DUI. Was it B, guy wins employee of the month at Taco Bell then steals all the cheese? Or C, woman gets promoted to VP of marketing and then hits the IT guy in the face with a keyboard? 
see because I'm sure that's happened before. <laughs> you would think, right? Poor IT guys. Right? No, it's not. Unfortunately, it's the uh, cop. Yes. Uh, yeah. But since it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday uh, to you. <laughs> we'll hook you up anyway. Yeah, if anyone would know the dangers of drinking and driving, it's a cop. Especially one known for making DUI arrests. Mm-hmm. Well, a police officer in the Sacramento area named Raymond Barantes... I guess he had been recognized by Mothers Against Drunk Driving for his work in arresting drunk drivers. He's even received an award for it. But over the weekend, Raymond was arrested for DUI himself. He was pulled over just before noon on Saturday. He was off duty at the time. Noon? Yeah. It's unclear why he was pulled over. Uh, but the cops suspected he was drunk. Hmm. Uh, this guy's worked for the department for about nine years, I guess. Uh, and the MAD program specialist and law enforcement liaison, Lori mm-hmm. Bergenstock, had this to say about the arrest. I'm surprised constantly by who gets drunk driving arrests. We work very, very closely with West Sac Police Department, and um, we're trusting that they're going to handle it well internally and that the officer will be held accountable, which is what's important to us. It is not always who you expect it to be. Wow. True story. He's on paid administrative leave while the department investigates the situation. It is 13 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Like your phone? It might scare the crap out of you today. Let me give you a heads up on that. Uh, plus, what's up with Charmin and the new smooth tear? Yeah, what's that all about? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First, let's begin with this. A lot of Americans are going to be looking at their phones at the exact same moment today. Mm-hmm. 2.20. 2.20 p.m. Yep. We talked to Drew, our engineer, yesterday, and he said it could be anywhere from 2.15 to 2.20. Just be on high alert. All right. But there are things that we can do, right? Well, it's going to take over the radio station. Not really, no. Well, I thought if you put your phone, if your phone is on airplane mode, it won't go off. Yeah, if it's on airplane mode. Uh, What we were told by Drew is any setting that you have on your phone that will disable that alarm will not work for this specific test. Even if we turn it all the way off? What if we turn our phone off? That's the only way I think it it will work is if you turn it all the way off. If you're in a forest with no cell signal, it will still work. Yes. 
Wow, that's kind of, how does that happen? I'm surprised that airplane mode would still work. Like, how do they make that happen? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's coming from a satellite, which is different. It is, and there's, and he was telling us yesterday, there's like one master button. Like some, there's going to be one person that gets to hit like master control button and it comes up and it'll say something like presidential alert or something. So it comes up, yeah, so it connects to the satellite, which is what they use in the event where you have no cell signal and you need to call 911 in the wilderness or something. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, that's that's, that's exactly right. I got you. Yeah, that happens at 2.20 on or about 2.20 p.m. Eastern. And uh, earlier this year, the government announced that it had picked this particular day for nationwide test of its emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts. So an alert will be sent to all radios and televisions as well as all consumer cell phones. You don't need to do anything. Just ignore it. But it really is like the test of the emergency broadcast system that happens all the time here on Q102 and other radio and television stations and the purpose is to make sure the system works because when there is an actual emergency like a tornado you don't have time to mess with it there's no time to troubleshoot it so it's going to be a brief interruption we'll all be dealing with it well most of us anyway i guess some conspiracy theorists say they're avoiding it by leaving their phones off all day and they have kind of a wild take on this they claim that the alert on people's cell phones will be used to Activate nanoparticles introduced into people's bodies. From the COVID shot? Yes. Is it going to turn them on? We're all going to go into Zombieville. I, I, I guess. I haven't heard this one yet. How, did, how does that work? Uh, <laughs> there's a video where a woman says that the test will trigger uh, graphene oxide that was put in people's blood through COVID-19 vaccine. There you go, Tim. Oh, I was just right. being a okay. smartass in it. <laughs> so when that happens... The government will be able to monitor people and control them like remote control toys. I'm going to have to look into this. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, but listen, let me ask you this. Like I got a COVID vaccine because I wanted to travel internationally and I was kind of forced into it at the time. And I feel like a lot of other people also have the vaccination. A lot of us are going to be acting up if this is going to be happening. We're going to find that's out. Gonna be I guess okay? we're going to. Well, we're just going to have to pay attention this afternoon at two twenty. Let's see what happens. Just start. But yeah, I don't if know, there's take, like mass chaos and people start doing really that. weird yeah. things, just and, yeah, yeah, keep an you'll, eye. You'll we'll know. Keep an eye on you on your people that got the vaccine, and keep an eye on the people that didn't, and see if there's a difference. Yeah. I was telling my kid about this because we had the news on and they were talking. Hey, I think you're acting kind of funny. <laughs> Every time. Let me see your vaccine card. But she was asking me, like, is it going to happen at school? And I'm like, you know what? I don't don't know. Like, do they come on the PA and go like, er, But I did tell her, I said, if your teacher has a cell phone in her classroom, it's gonna you'll happen. probably hear it. Yeah, sure. Has everybody forgotten about the last time they did this and it didn't work? Yep. Oh, that's right. Remember, and and there, there was all this hype around it, and, yeah. and it, it failed. Yes, but they only do it every three years. And I'm like, why aren't they doing this every year? Like, isn't this something you should know? You would think it would be if a it bigger works deal. or if it doesn't? Yeah. Uh, not the first nationwide yeah. test to be sent through phones. Federal law requires the systems be tested every few years. Uh, the last one, the last specific date was 2021. Okay, let's talk about toilet paper here. Have you ever grabbed a few squares of toilet paper and been frustrated because it didn't tear the way you like it in that perfect neat line? Oh, Jacob needs a perfect neat line. He walks around the house and makes sure that they all are. There I are wonder certain if this brands is that rip him. bad like that. Yes, some brands rip 
worse than others. Like every True. third piece is a waste because it tears in half. Mm-hmm. And this is something <laughs> that bothers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people. Charmin says they got a lot of complaints about toilet paper not tearing clearly or cleanly along the perforation. So they had their team at P&G look at it. And they figured out that the uneven tear was because the line, the perforation line, mm-hmm. is straight. Okay. But you know how people are. They pull from different angles, right? Not sure. Different angles, different directions. Different heights. So the engineering team at PNG started working on a redesign. And I kid you not, this took more than five years, but they just announced that the end result is ready. It's called Smooth Tear. Smooth Tear. And other toilet paper brands already did this. So I'm not sure how Other Charmin, toilet brands have done I've this? I've seen other toilet brands that have the wavy. Yeah, because this is what this is. It's a wavy perforation. Yeah. So that means each piece is no longer a square, which is a significant change. Now, I've seen the wavy perforation that you're talking about with plastic trash bags. Yeah. I haven't encountered that with my toilet paper. I am 99% sure that we have encountered it. Let me look. Because Jacob and I were like, this is weird. What is this? But does it really count until on? Procter & Gamble does it? Probably not. But this I want to, yeah, go ahead. Smooth Tear, I was just going to say, will debut this month for their ultra soft rolls. It's unclear if they'll also change their other varieties or if other brands might follow suit. Hey, if we save, oh, you're right, Jen. Three squares for her use. Cottonelle. We're saving the earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is Cottonelle. Right? They have like a whole wavy technology thingy. Right. I just pulled it up. Yeah. Well, it's mm. a matter when it gets folded. Cottonelle anyway. needs to be better at putting I a word see, out. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I I never feel bothered by the tear. I think feel like I just put my just hand not a thing for you. Do a couple of loopies and then I'm good to go. How does this affect the uh, the people that do a fancy little thing at the end of the toilet paper? Like I've had they cleaning f- people before it. where they do a a little fold there. You yeah, know, still be like, foldable. You think it'll still our be lady foldable? does that too. Do you think it's going to mess that up? I love that. That's <laughs> that's when you know you. that's a sign that she's that she's thorough. You feel Those fancy? Extra personal touches mean <laughs> everything to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Make it feel like a hotel. <laughs> we would do it when we was to clean our Airbnbs ourselves. Yeah, did totally you? Do you that. knew how to do it. Yeah. Okay, can we take a moment and discuss with our friends at Charmin the width of the toilet paper, please? Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate these double, triple, mega rolls or whatnot. Six rolls in one. For crying out loud, I mean, these big fat rolls don't fit on <laughs> my toilet in paper the hole, spool. In the indention into the oh, wall. Oh, you mean They're like the big. brown part? No, you're talking. They're so oh, fat the that big, when yeah, they're so out. fat they don't. The, the, a lot of these don't fit on standard spools. On and the width, especially you know, the, the old depth, built-in like, ones. Yeah, so when the ones that are going into the wall, right? Yeah, and the reason I bring this up is because over the years, you know, is a way to get more money out of the consumer and kind of. They've all gotten sneaky. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. called shrinkage. Yes. Where they, you know, they shrink the width of the toilet paper uh-huh. a little bit more, but they make them fatter to give the appearance like you're getting more for your money. And you're really not. When in fact, they're kind of skimping on the edges. Yeah. I mean, just, just like, we, 
you know, take your toilet paper and just wiggle it back and forth, and you'll see it's got all this play because it's so narrow compared to what toilet paper used, used to be. It used to be a full fit. Yeah, like if you got a house, like our house was built in the late 60s. Toilet paper was wide back in the day. Way man. wide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So was it kind of juggles around. I on mean, the you pool? almost need to take the the thing out of the wall and get a whole new toilet paper holder. Yeah, but a it, lot of them are like less than four inches wide now, which yeah. sounds like it would be adequate, but it's not. But it's not. Like That's I'd rather instead said. of these big ass fat rolls, can you just make them a little taller and wider? Because you end up having to use more, right? Really? Because you know you need a little bit more width, which I think is kind of the point, yeah. but. Yeah, but I remember, too, when I think it was Charmin when they put out the Mega Roll or whatever it was, it came with, like, an extended adapter where, like, the little prongs that go into the thing were just a little bit longer. And I feel like my mom still has one of those, but I don't know if you can just buy that part of of it or if, like, Hmm. you just have to deal. Okay, as we're discussing it, they're... They're running a commercial for it right now on ESPN. Look at that, tearing it. Enjoy the go. I'll tell you what, I was at the uh, Newark airport on Saturday, and that, by the way, that place is a dump. Yes. I had to go to the bathroom, and I can tell you that I folded the toilet paper there 10 times and could still see through it. Oh, my God. That's awful. That's unacceptable. Who is making that? That Who produces that? Don't you find that, too, sometimes when you travel internationally to other places, too? Like, I know sometimes in Mexico, because I don't feel like their sewage systems are up to par for great toilet paper, that it's like that as well. Absolutely right. Yeah. And then a guy's AirPod fell underneath his thing and popped into my zone. Oh, boy. And I'm like, this, I got to go home and take a shower. Was he just trying to do the tap? No. Was he doing a little? A hand came over and I kicked it over with my (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Gross. But it's the same story in in Europe, too. Like, you know, they get the super cheap toilet, especially in the hotels, especially in like those fancy hotels. But they're also big on bidets. Mm -hmm. And they also keep like little trash cans next to the toilet in the event that because people use those wipes they mm-hmm. just oh yeah but they they know enough to put them in the trash yeah. so it doesn't get caught Don't up in the septic them. that's a yeah. challenge too i think for toilet paper companies like you want it to be soft and you want it to be strong but you mm-hmm. don't want it to clog up septic systems right, and the right, whole thing so right. trying to do that delicate balance but sure. i would appreciate a slightly wider square noted Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Can you work on that for the next five years? <laughs> I got to tell you, though, Charmin is the, the people at PG that work in Charmin are awesome. I had posted something about Jacob and his love for Charmin on uh, social media, and they sent him this huge box with like loads of toilet paper and Charmin hoodie and a Charmin t shirt and a stuffed bear because he loves the Charmin bears. With this really hilarious letter included. That's funny. And he just got the biggest kick out of that. So I love that. Good people. Good people over there at P&G. So let's turn our attention now to another Cincinnati company. Well, they used to be when they were here before they moved away. Chiquita. Chiquita oh, yeah. Banana. And I'm here to say. Where'd they move? Charlotte? Oh, yeah. Banana. They're in North Carolina, I think. Yeah. Yeah, didn't they used to be like 600 Vine or something? They used well, to occupy that office. They place. did, and they used to do, and it was called the Chiquita Building, and they used to do, back in the day when I was growing up, they used to do like different colors at the top of the building, 
And that's how you could tell what the weather would be. Huh. Like, it would be like blue, it's going to rain, or yellow meant sunshine or whatever. Well, I'll tell you one noticeable thing missing since they left is that every single walk event, there would always be bananas. Yes, at, yeah. the, at the end, end you're right. there was always just yeah. thousands Tons of, of bananas, and we don't get that anymore. Well, I'll bet after the after the pandemic, they could probably come back to Cincinnati and get a way better deal than what they had before. Yeah, just saying, we got a lot of free office space right now. But anyway, I bring up bananas because there's an article making the rounds that says we should all start washing our bananas. See, I thought banana, you know, when they put out that list every year of the um, the foods you don't have to, yeah. the fruits and vegetables you don't have to wash. They usually. call it the dirty dozen list. And it's like bananas is always one. It's like, it's safe. If you have to peel it, it's fine. Watermelons or cantaloupe are usually on that too because they're like the chemicals are all getting just on the outside. They don't break the, they don't right. go through the and get on the fruit. Yeah, it seems pointless to a lot of people washing your bananas unless you're someone who, for whatever reason, eats the peel. But, but the idea is that any bacteria on the outside can still get on your hands. And then you touch the banana. And in your mouth. Yes. Senior director at something called the International Food Information Council says, you actually do want to wash your bananas under clean running water before you peel them. You don't need to use a special veggie wash. They say water is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but she says we should really be washing our avocados, too, which Kristen mm -hmm. makes me do. Yeah, good. Uh, it good. might even be that and even cantaloupe, like good. melons, things like that. Do it. Uh, I just do whatever she tells me. Good, 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 <laughs> good, good, good. Keep it up, keep it up. Like any type of produce, the outside can get contaminated with bacteria, but the reason they're more important to clean than bananas is because we cut into avocados and the knife can drag some of that bacteria into the part you eat. Mm -hmm. Same applies to, I just mentioned, cantaloupes, yep. other melons. Uh, the same advice holds true really for anything with an inedible peel. So, uh, yeah, melons, onions, oranges, yeah. pineapples too. They say if you want to be as safe as possible, you really should be washing all those. Yep. It is 7.30. Coming up at 7.40, Swift Algae, another round of, what did I say, 7.30? It's 7.33. <laughs> You're close. It's also not Friday. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, Jeff was like, have a good weekend. Yeah, I don't know what time it is or where I am. <laughs> Thank God for the alert at 2.20 to reset me. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, coming up at 7.40, another round of Swiftology. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to the Q102 Taylor Swift Eras movie premiere. And that'll get you qualified for two tickets, a pair of tickets to the Indianapolis show in November of 2024. So with that, we'll take a quick break. Check in with Denise Johnson. Who's here now with your latest Q102 traffic? Well, you have US 22. It is closed between Ohio 48 and Willow Pond Boulevard up in the Mainville area due to an earlier accident. You're seeing those delays if you're heading out now. Southbound on 71, slowing down from north of 275 on and off all the way down to Ronald Reagan. South 75, slowing down right around uh, Sharon, continuing down to Paddock. And north 7175, you're hitting your brakes right around Donaldson, continuing on into downtown. Get up and go Metro to the game. Go-metro.com and learn more. I'm Denise Johnson. That's your traffic. What came first, the chicken or the egg? 
This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Questions are supposed to make you think. They weren't really meant to be answered in a concrete way. But now, oh, what the hell? Let's do it anyway. Let's so, do it. Someone polled 10,000 Americans. Okay. They asked them the three philosophy questions we've all heard before. Okay. Is the glass half full or is it half empty? Ah. <sighs> What if happened? a tree falls and no one's there, did it actually make a sound? If mm. no one's there, is there even actually a tree? And which <laughs> came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm. And if it's the egg, why did the egg get there? So here's how people answered each one. See if you agree or disagree. 61% said they usually think of the glass as half full. Yes. And the older you are, the more likely you are to agree. I feel like that's I'm always... a philosophy. I mean, that's definitely, you know, that's how you see the world. Don't you do feel you see, like you've do you always see what's been there a glass or do you see what's person? missing? Are you a glass half full person, Jen? Yes. See, I think that's the thing. But it 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 is it's it's how you see the world, how you see life. I mean, do you do you see what's there or do you see what's missing? Yeah, it's funny because uh, this may surprise you, but I actually see it as half full too. And I <laughs> I think the imprint there, like w my mother was always worried about running out of gas for some reason. Don't ask me why. She was always driving in a panic, and she was always late to everything. Mm -hmm. And so when you compound that with now you have no gas in the tank, oh, my God, are we going to make it? Right. And we're late. Uh-huh. So she would have me go out back in the day when you had to warm up a car. Sure. Go warm up the car and let me know how much gas is in the tank. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, oh, it's about half full. She'd want to go fill it up. She'd want to go fill it up, which probably wasn't a bad That's idea. My parents, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. In fact, my mother and, I don't know, there might have been someone else who told me that it's bad. This may be a myth. I'm sure there's a mechanic out there that will correct me. But she was under the impression that you were supposed to fill your car up when it reached the halfway point because anything below that was bad for the engine or bad for the fuel engine. I mm -hmm, don't know. Mm -hmm. I've always heard that too. If you remember, there was a guy, because I'm notorious for always being on E and or running out of gas. And there was a gentleman that used to work here who has now passed away. Pistol Pete would always tell me, you can't do that to your car, Fritch. It's going to kaput you. It's going to go out. You got to keep a gas in the car. It needs gas to run. Right. He would. He like was on me all the time about it. I still don't. Do but that. anyway, that imprint with the gas tank kind of stayed with me. So now anytime I'm confronted with a situation like, honey. You got a, you got a glass of vodka half full out here. Are you gonna drink it? <laughs> gonna finish it? How about if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there? Does it still make a sound? Uh, only eight percent said it does not. I would say yes. 
What would you guys say? Well, what they don't realize is that there's a hidden microphone and camera out there that caught it all. So, yes. <laughs> I don't know. These types of questions make my brain hurt. Yeah. <laughs> is it why you hated philosophy? Like, I hated philosophy in college. I got to see... Because I didn't understand. I'm like, this is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I believe this. Like, scientifically, a sound, sound wave is a real thing. And, you know, when it's strong enough or close enough, like, you can physically feel it. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't mean that it didn't make a sound. It just didn't reach you. Yeah. I mean, seriously, quantum. the question in quantum physics, the statement in quantum physics is if there's nobody there to witness it, is there a tree? Ninety-two like percent said yes. See, you know, you yeah. can't if you cannot visually see it. Well, I saw it yesterday, and now it it's needs, not there. Everything needs a witness. <laughs> everything needs a witness for it to be. For it to be. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Which came first, the chicken or the egg? This I never know what to say. I'm going with the chicken. Chicken. Forty-four percent said the chicken. Yeah, but how did the chicken get here if it wasn't born out of an egg? It came from a duck. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a maybe it's a it's a combination breed of two other creatures. I don't know. Thirty-two percent said the egg. Twenty-four percent couldn't decide. Doesn't it puzzle you though when people love philosophy? It's like, why do you got to think that much? <laughs> I love it. Well, for what it's worth, the actual biologists have tried to answer the chicken egg question, and, and even they, 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 they can't decide. Yeah, they're they totally split. They're they're still arguing the point. Science. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's 7.43. I'm late for oh, Taylor Swiftology. Sorry. See, this is what happens. We get caught up in these philosophical <laughs> discussions. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Raquel is in need of a second date update, and we're here to help her out. Hi, Raquel. How are you? Hey, guys. It's super nice to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice talk to, to talk you. Nice to talk to you, too. So how did you meet Henry? So we actually met on Match. Like, I actually hate that I had to call you, but, like, it was just such a good time, and it was such a good date, but, yeah. Worth the call. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It was like a super simple date at Panera, nothing fancy, nice, easy, you know, low pressure. That was a plan because, like, I only do lunch dates because I've gotten trapped in, like, way too many three-hour long dates where I knew, like, 15 minutes in, it wasn't going to go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this was the first lunch date I wish was, like, three hours long. Wow. It was mm. so great, so nice, sweet, like, easy to talk to and... We just had a great time, and in the hour we were there, we talked about so many things. Like, I could tell he was interested in me. Uh, he asked, like, a lot of questions. Like, he smiled, laughed a lot, and he had the kindest eyes, and I was really excited when I left. Like, I called my best friend and told her all about him. I did text him, like, a couple times and never heard back, so I'm hoping you guys can see what's up. I just had Panera's Greek salad for the first time yesterday. It was excellent. Yeah, you oh, enjoyed like that? that? Yeah, it was really good. I like the apple one. Apple chicken? Yeah. Yes. Applewood chicken, something yeah. like that? Yeah, I've had that one too. You can add or subtract a protein or 
customize it mm-hmm. the way you want. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. we're getting off track. Did you get the, the baguette, the apple, or the chips? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> the bread, the bread, get the bread. <laughs> That's great, though. Like, when you walk away from a date and, and you just feel that good about it that you can't wait to call your friend and say, oh, my gosh, I just met the coolest person. Yeah, it was great, and I'm just, I'm really confused. Yeah. Okay, so there were no plans for a subsequent date. You guys didn't have anything tentative on the books? No, but, you know, it just felt really good. Like, that was what was going to happen, and now nothing. And obviously he's on match, so he is in the market for meeting people and hopefully finding the right relationship. So, assuming, I mean, it very well could be that he's just dating other people, and you're on the list. He'll get to you when he gets to you. Yeah. How long has it been? Like, two weeks. Oh, that's a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about you. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's, you know, just a simple answer, nothing right. bad. Nothing crazy. Yeah. 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 We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Henry and see what's going on there. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. just a very simple lunch date at Panera, but it turned out to be a memorable one because Henry is just a really cool guy to talk to, really enjoyed herself, to feel his piercing eyes. He said he had very kind eyes. Mm-hmm. And you were so excited after you parted ways that you called your friend and said, hey, I think there might be something here, right? Exactly. So you reached out a couple times and there's been zero response from him, not a thumbs up, not a hey, okay, thanks, no nothing. Yeah, just total silence. And that was two weeks ago, and here we are. Anything else you want to add before we call him up? No, I'm just nervous. I get it. I get it. All right, well, let's just dive right in. We'll call Henry right now. Hello? Hi, Henry? Yeah. Hi, Henry. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? <laughs> Come on. Uh, what? You, you catching in a bad time? You busy? Who? Jeff and Jen from the radio? Yes, sir. Yep. We got Fritch here. Hi. The whole gang. No way. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm just almost, I'm just. Like shocked, I got to get up from my desk. Okay, <laughs> are you guys serious? Like, what's 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 this about? This is crazy. Well, someone reached out to us on your behalf. We spoke with a really nice lady named Raquel, who had a, I guess, recently a couple of weeks ago, you and her did a lunch date at Panera, and she was just really impressed with you on so many levels. Oh. It was very complimentary, and after that meetup was jazzed about, you know, getting to know you a little bit and was looking forward to possibly seeing you again. I guess she reached out a couple of times and never heard back from you. So I don't know if your signals got crossed or she had the wrong yeah. number or what was going on there. Of course. Um, no, man, she was really great. I mean, I, I did like her. I like her. Yeah? A lot. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, you know, I don't see how the situation really works. Um, 
he's used to this lifestyle, right? This really kind of high end, like aspirational Instagram lifestyle that like, oh, I'm never going to be able to give that to her. What yeah. do you mean by that? Explain that. Details. Well, did she tell you what she does for a living? Uh-uh. Okay. So she's like a high-end assistant or some like concierge assistant for this uber-wealthy 1%, 1% family. I mean, oh. she's like travels with them all over the world. I mean, she's telling me stories about France, Italy, Brazil, and South Africa. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on and on. I don't think she's been in like a public airport in probably 10 years. Oh, you mean like these people fly private? All private, all the time, vacuum sealed, closed down, everything you can imagine <laughs> at your fingertips. <laughs> wow. That sounds like their own plane. This is awesome. Yeah. I know. It's kind of, I mean, like, yeah, I'm kind of jealous, actually. I mean, they just, like, they don't, they, everything is top end. She never, like, she stays at the best hotels you can stay at, if not private homes. She eats the finest restaurants. It's all private jets. I mean, it's like, it's something she's comfortable doing. She does it very well. Clearly, she's successful. And she's what? She's like their main assistant or house manager or whatever. I don't even know what the job title is. She's like their life manager. They don't even, they can't even do anything without her, I don't think. I so mean, she accompanies them on all these trips that they take around the world and in their private jets and fancy hotels and stuff? Bro, I think she's like family to them now. Like, it's that Ooh. clear how much they need her. You know, I mean, she does I, pretty much everything for them, I think. I had a friend who had wow. that job, and she did everything. Like, she got their prescriptions refilled, okay. made their doctor's appointments, and even, like, man, and they weren't that old. It wasn't like they were in their 70s and 80s and required. This was something that a 50-year-old should be able to manage their own medications yeah, and yeah, doctor appointments. Exactly. But they don't, I mean, That's they right. had no, I don't even think that they knew what they were getting diagnosed with. You know, she was just managing everything <laughs> for them. And she did. I mean, she was, she went along and made sure everything went as it was supposed to at the hotels. and. But are the their lives so busy they that they have to have people do that for them? Well, you know, Sometimes that's where that's it the gets case. debatable. And well, I get think. that. I could argue that I need that person. <laughs> I would imagine anyone would get used to that real quick. Yeah, no kidding. But I mean, the, it wasn't, you know, the wife wasn't that busy. I mean, she did, she did work in any way shape or form outside of the home and the kids that they had she didn't really spend much time with them they had a they had nannies in addition to in addition to the personal assistants oh that's nice yep well that actually sounds really cool henry so why is that like what about that bothers you because it's not like she's this wealthy person like you feel like you're out of your league or what's the issue here well that's where it got complicated right so she started talking about all the places that she like to go to, you know, that she hasn't been to yet, which I, I probably aren't that many. But there are places I've never even heard of, man, like like Tor- Tortoli or something like that. Tor- <laughs> Tortuga. Tortuga? I mean, I don't even... Where is that? Yeah, like, I don't even know where that... I have no it's idea. It's in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> like, where is the Seychelles? I have no idea where that is. In the Indian Ocean, I think, isn't it? Yeah. How is it pronounced? I always saw the word, but I never Se- knew how to... Seychelles. 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 <laughs> oh my goodness! Seychelles. <laughs> yeah, and you just—that's you, just not a lifestyle that you can afford, or it's not oh, a lifestyle yeah. you're interested in, or it's Man. not. What, what? Does she get a plus one? Uh, Let's talk about that. I mean, look, yeah, I'm interested in it. It's just not something that I can provide. You know, like maybe they're hiring where she works. Yeah, right. Um, well, let's talk to her, Raquel. 
I'm so sorry I gave you that impression. Like, I don't have those kind of expectations. I'm a girl from the West Side who loves to be close from home, to, like, stay home when I can. I love my job, and I know it's not going to last forever, and I'm enjoying the traveling now, but I don't want to live like this forever. I want to get a dog, and I want to have a dog and not travel as much. Yeah, what is your schedule like? I would imagine you're at their beck and call 24-7. I mean, the fact that you're talking to us right now is a little surprising that you have a moment to yourself where you don't have to run and go do something for them. Has it become more structured over the years you've worked for them? Or do you, I mean, somewhat, are there boundaries in terms of your life versus managing theirs? Not as much as I'd like there to be. Right. Like, we probably go somewhere at least twice a month. That's well, and how long are you gone for? Are you gone for a week at a time? So are you gone? It definitely varies. Sometimes it is a week. Sometimes it could just be like four days. Okay. Hmm. Have you ever stayed in a villa on Lake Como, Italy? <laughs> and what is that like? I'm not allowed. Did to you disclose. see George? <laughs> I bet she has a non-disclosure. I bet she can't tell you anything she's done. Oh, probably. Not. Although I do want to say, if you ever quit this job and my kids older, I am down to take over. Yeah. <laughs> I got challenge you. Say a that. You say that. I already take care of you guys. I, I mean, know. Jen, and we're pleasant. I drive you around all the time. I know, right? I'm kidding. But it, imagine some of these. Oh, oh no, the, it's gonna like, be horrible. Oh, like the level of entitlement. I mean, I can remember my friend getting calls in the middle of the night over something so, like, could have waited. Could you turn the down morning. the thermostat, please? I'm, I mean, I'm it, hot. It, I'm it, cold. She was so miserable. It. She just felt like she had no life of her yeah, own. I could see that. She was so unhappy. I always think about that, too, with, like, the Kardashians' assistants. Like, they don't have a life that's their own outside of... The identity they have with this other person. Yeah. They're pretty yeah. much 24-7. But Henry said that they treat you sort of like family, which I would gather you've worked for them for a long time. They treat you relatively well. Although I do have to challenge you on the point that Henry's making. I know that sometimes, you know, we have a tendency to take the good things in our lives for granted. And then when they're gone, we're like, oh, God, I miss that. I just want to get back on a plane and go somewhere exotic and exciting for the weekend. And I <laughs> okay. can't do that anymore. You know? I mean, I see your point, but I'm not really like, I think I've just, you know, I've, I've had my fill. You feel like you've gotten it out of your system? See, I'd be tired. Yeah. Kind of been there, done that. I mean, I, I don't want to ever not travel again, but at the rate I'm going right now and stuff like that, it's, I, I want to stay home. You'd be yeah. happy driving to Hocking Hills for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I want to stay home with someone I care about and my dog and order takeout stuff like Aww. that. Are you okay with this. Gatlinburg instead of the south of France? <laughs> it's still south. I will be just as happy. <laughs> you know what's really fun, though, about this situation is if the two of you ever make it the long haul, how much fun will it be that she's been to so many places and can be like, you know what, we should do this together. And I happen to know a great place to stay. Yeah, <laughs> if we can afford it. Does that change anything for you at all, Henry? Well, yeah, of course. Of course it does. But, I like, you guys called me, man. I'm not asking her to do any of this stuff. Like, I, knowing what I know now and hearing her voice, obviously, it's a game changer. I would love to see her again knowing that. And maybe I just overthought it. And I'm not, I'm, I, I in no way, shape, or form want to tell her how to, you know, navigate her career. But knowing that that's not expected is a big deal. Well, then, if you both are willing, we'd love to send you on a second date. We're happy to pay for it. You guys can get to know each other I'm a little in. more. Yeah? I'm in. 
Okay. I love it. My God, I feel like this is ending the longest streak without a second date. <laughs> it's been a while. In a, oh, we had man, a drought. It's been a long time. Yeah. Big dry spell. A lot of people that are not being very flexible. That's true. So <laughs> we love this. This is great. It's going to get good, though, Jen, because it's almost cuffing season, you know. That's, true. That's when everything really oh, starts going, girl. So right. That's right. Okay, so Henry, we're going to say goodbye to you, but we'll set this all up with Raquel. She'll call you back with the details because she's really good at that kind of thing. She does that for a living, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, Jeff and Jen. Thank you. Raquel, look forward to it. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, me too. All right. This on. is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Good. What are we doing today? We at work? We're taking the day off? Playing hooky? Protesting? I am at work in the office today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's pretty quiet there. Are you all by yourself? I am. That's why she's using a loud voice, because yeah. we would get the work voice if there were others around. Yeah, yeah. I'm at work. I am at Well, work. it was echoing a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> it sounds like you're on speakerphone. She goes, it's, it's not. I am just totally by myself. And I'm like, well, maybe that's why there's an echo. It's just... Bouncing around in there. Now, do you work for a company that provides a product or a service? Um, a service. And is it a service that one of the four of us would use? Mm. Yes. Really? Is it something that maybe Tim or I are more likely to use than Jen or Fritch or the other way around? I think all four of you would use this. All ah, four of us, I see. Interesting. Is this something a minor would qualify for? Uh, uh, if you have a driver's license. <laughs> oh, okay. You need a driver's license. Oh. She's selling cars. Maybe it's logistics. Oh, yeah. So do I have to have a special kind of driver's license to <laughs> take advantage of your service? Nope. She sells insurance. You, yes. I don't sell it. I don't sell it. But you do work for an insurance company. Yes. There you go. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Look How at that. about that? What yep. good questions, Jeff. You should do a game show. Whose line is it anyway? No, what's my line? <laughs> what's my line? That's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's <laughs> a fun game. Whose line is it anyway? That's <laughs> <was> close. <laughs> yeah, it's basically guess the occupation. Yeah. And you ask him a series of questions. Now, if she had said no, like every time she said no to one of my questions, I'd have to, you'd have to move on to the next uh, panelist. Sure. But as long as you keep getting yeses, you get to keep on asking questions. But that's another game for another day. We're here to try to win you $1,000. It's not about us playing the game. It's about you playing the game. <laughs> that's right. So this is how it works. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. And if you do it, you win the $1,000. The only rule is don't repeat any of your answers. And the biggest tip that we can give you is to pass quickly. Do you have any questions? No. All right. All right, we got 30 seconds on the clock. Oh, might help if I find out what your letter is. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> yeah. We need that. Hang on. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this letter. Really? Ooh. We got this letter before? The letter U? Ooh. Ooh. Does that happen? You. I don't remember. I don't remember. Letter? Sure, surely we have. Mm. But, yeah. 
Wow. We're all like, uh-oh, but yay. Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> uh-oh. Yay, a new letter, but yeah. uh-oh, is it hard? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh is a good use letter. That's oh, I sure. used it without even knowing. Yes, you did. <laughs> Look at that. That's funny. Okay, well, let's put 30 seconds on the clock. Let's see what we can do here. There's a lot of you words out there. I just immediately go to Ulysses. Uh, Ulysses. <laughs> how many I'm different Ulysses? There's Ulysses. S. Grant, how many other Ulysses are there? I don't know. <laughs> you only need one. All right. So here we go. Oh, that's funny. All right. Passing quickly. Oh. With the letter U, name something you buy at Costco. Pass. Something you shake. Pass. Something yellow. Unicorn. Something spicy. Uh, pass. A sport. Oh, gosh. Pass. Snack. Unicorn snacks. A pass. meat. A meat. <laughs> pass. A verb. Unbelievably a na- high. A name. Oh, you listen. You <laughs> Oh, my God. Dang. Something you buy at Costco. Underwear. Underwear. Yeah. Or something yellow. Umbrella came to Urine. Something you shake. Urine. Something yellow urine. Damn it. UConn. But everything I was thinking of was like, why you? Right. Something you shake your undercarriage. There you go. That's funny. Man, that was hard. That was hard. Tough letter. Tough letter. Yep. You came up with a few, though. That was good. <laughs> well, we hope you sell lots of insurance today. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Right. Thank you. Take yeah. it easy. You too. See you, Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.